Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome in Fitness Fanatics. It is February 4th. We're excited to be in here for another great show. Last week we were talking a lot about sleep. This week we're going to dive a little, or we're going to stay um, working through this book um, that Nicole has read. So she's been busy taking notes. Um, so we're going to talk uh, exercise. There's a um, Centurion Decathlon we're going to talk about. Basically mm-hmm. what, what you want to do if you're 100. What you want to be able to do, like, yes, into your older age. Into our hundreds? Yeah. I don't know if I want to live in my hundreds but we didn't have anybody that was living that is a hundred text into the show i don't know maybe if you're a hundred you don't really know how to text maybe um (laughs) but so anyway i want to give a shout out to our sponsor here fitness fanatics is sponsored by integrative life choices ilc is hiring direct support professionals all over the state of nebraska full-time part-time days evenings and weekends if you're interested you can apply at ilc.net backslash careers Direct support professionals work to ensure a meaningful life for the people they support. They work to support people in achieving their hopes and dreams. So big shout out to ILC, Becky and the crew over there. Appreciate all their support on the Fitness Fanatics. We do have Harrison back with us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can last the whole show. <laughs> he just ran out of here so fast last week. And and uh, so we had Ben that sat in for the last 90 minutes. So it was it was weird uh, having somebody younger than Harrison yeah. in here, like oh, somebody younger, feel even older, yeah, younger than our daughter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, not your son, the other Ben, producer Ben, yeah, right. producer yeah. Ben, yeah. producer Ben coming in. But so we we just thought maybe you wanted to get out so you can watch more coverage of the AFC and <laughs> NFC championship games. But oh, you, you figured it out. You, you figured looked, me out. Yeah. You look pretty. No, you looked a little looked pretty downtrodden. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where I got passed in because I. The night before, you know, when you can kind of feel it coming on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just go to bed early, wake up, you know, I'm good to do inside the huddle, feeling pretty good. And once you start sweating right. profusely. And you're like, I'm just sitting there. How hard can it be? Yep. Yeah. But- and then you just start sweating. It. And then, uh, yeah, you guys saw me right. run out a couple times. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> but thank no you to fun. Ben. Shout out Ben for doing oh, a good absolutely. job. Absolutely. Yeah. He's he's welcome back anytime. Yeah, it was great. We've we never had in. a bad, huh? we've never had a bad experience other than when Rico's here and he messes up. It yeah, doesn't. Rico usually messes up the recordings <laughs> and the podcasting and all that stuff. So got to give him a hard time. What yeah. was the toe thing, though? I was trying to pick that up. Okay, so he talks about toe yoga in this book. So it's Outlive, the Science and Art of Longevity. And he taught, and we talked about it a lot last, last show. So you can always go back and listen on the podcast. But um, he talks about how, like, your feet are basically like the tires of a car. You know, it's what is in contact with the road. They're very important. So mm-hmm. your foot health is also very important. And I heard Jess was terrible. So I'm no, trying to figure. Oh, Jess this is, is good. good. No, mine's is Mine perfect. is bad. Oh, that's yeah. why okay. it was yeah. a head scratcher. I know that's surprising. Right. That eye is better than something. <laughs> so toe mobility is really important. So you can try it right now too, Harrison. You can keep your shoes on. All right. Just kind of try it. You might want to stand up. I don't know. But probably. So you're <laughs> supposed to spread your toes out and lift them up. And then try to, can you bring just your big toe down while your other toes stay up? Yeah. And you're all like your, the balls of your feet are all on the ground. You lift up your toes and you can bring your big toe down and touch just your big toe 
on the ground. Close. The other ones right. start to curl. Yeah. It's not, but I, I, can get them, I can get the top one or the big toe touching and the other one's my not touching. My middle toe but. C- curls with my big toe, but I can't do it. And Jeff can do it like it's just the, it's as easy as breathing. Well, it's probably because I have webbed feet. Maybe. Are you flat footed? <laughs> I have webbed feet. I have very high arches, but. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's the Hobbit true. thing because I got flat feet too. And I don't, I don't know, have a problem with Because I have high arches. And so we've had quite a few of our members yeah even yesterday somebody came to yeah. Jeff said i can't touch my toes and then you can the ground, so. and then you should be able to conversely do the opposite too keep your <clears throat> little toes down and just lift lift your big toe which i can do that i can do that one very easily but it's good to know that people are listening yeah. Jeff right can't do that one either right do what you've struggled more with just lifting your big toe yeah you did no i can lift it with ease shut up <laughs> it's my mind and we determined last week that that <laughs> My mind is taken up of of being able to do stuff with my toe, toe yoga, toe mobility, toe mobility, and and sports. So I have no room for anything else to remember. Right. Yeah. So partly it's also just like um, connecting your mind to your body, like getting your you're telling your muscles to do something and to be able to do them. So it's yeah, it's that just, makes sense. Yeah. Like with any workout, you got to build the neuron right. connections with the muscle, the so mind muscle connection they say so and that's so that's just an easy kind of test that people can do um and then he does have videos on i shared it on our instagram last week um but on the story so it's gone now but um he does have videos about on toe yoga um so you can always look into that more it's peter atia is the is the author and it's outlive is the book but we're gonna talk about so that's what we were talking about with the toe yoga and toe mobility and i'm terrible at it and i'm working on it i feel like it's gotten better but well and we talked a lot about sleep yeah so we did the bulk of our show was about sleep yes and we did do a couple things differently so yes we we were like what what should we try um so the one thing that i started doing was going to bed instantly plug my phone in Mm -hmm. and stay off of it like so as soon as i lay down and well yeah yeah, because normally i'm just like this for do you have your alarm on your minutes. phone i yeah. am the alarm controller of the house yeah i mean we do we have yeah we use the alarms on our phone that's where i struggle because i like freak out because i need to like have it by my ear so yeah. like, oh, what if it doesn't wake me up and then it ends up like you said you end up checking on it Being too on long it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah jeff did turn also turned his <clears throat> yeah normally it's phone away facing so. me on the charger because it sits up and i've turned it nice yeah so, you know, which I always thought that was annoying because I would notice sometimes if you'd get a notification in the middle of the night, like you, it's silent, but it still lights up. Lights, that yes. would wake me up in the middle of the night. I did like, turn my alarm yeah. clock around yesterday because I did hear that. And again, you guys yeah. can check out the podcast. It was a little late, but it is up for you guys if you want to re-listen to it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that actually worked out pretty well. Turn the alarm clock yeah. away because I had to go to bed earlier than I'm used to. Yeah. It works it, a lot better. You know, it's one of those things like not looking at it mm-hmm. when we make these changes, these subtle, subtle changes like... For me, not being on my phone when I get under the covers, like there's really no way to like measure that, right? Like, oh, I lost three pounds. You can't, you don't really know. Well, you're not doing it in uh, terms of weight loss. Necessarily. Well, I know, but I'm just like, there's no health. really way to like, is it helping me? Is it not? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. So the, I'm just going to read them really fast. The 10 ways to improve your sleep, not drinking alcohol, don't eat, uh, three hours before your bedtime, abstain from stimulating electronics, um, avoid doing anything high uh, anxiety producing an hour before bed, uh, like 
uh, some type of sauna or heat therapy before bed. What was the last one? It, uh, stimulating. Yeah, like watching sports. Yeah, so Harrison, that's right. why I did not watch the Nebraska basketball game. I just went, went to, to bed. bed. <laughs> Missed it. I didn't want to be highly stimulated. That's not why you did. You, you thought... would have been incredibly stimulated. Yeah. I you would have got zero sleep. I checked. I, 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 I watched the first half and, and you, then went to bed. You only went to bed. You, we didn't watch it because you didn't think we had any chance of coming back was the truth. Well, who did? Yeah. I was keeping my composure, and I'll be honest. Eric Strickland came in here, and oh, man. That dude's emotions were going all over <laughs> oh, the place, but I started getting anxious. I yeah. was like, but that it was, was good. That was an iconic win for Nebraska. Two court stormings. Yeah. Just had to get out of school before they started getting some of those. You, had, yeah, you had to get <laughs> out of school. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. So, yeah, that would have been definitely watching sports. See, that's why I go to bed. I don't stay up for sports. Um, so, warm therapy for bed, sleeping in a cool room, a dark room, having enough time to sleep, more. Uh, enough sleep opportunity because most people don't do that they just go to sleep when they're tired instead of like counting backwards from when they have to get up and get enough sleep and fix your wake up time and then like don't obsess over sleep too much because that just makes you more anxious and then we've all had those moments too when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just like or if you can't sleep and you're like if i go to sleep right now i'll get five hours of sleep if i fall yeah. asleep right now i'll get four and a half and that's more stressful so those were the things so yeah so one jeff was trying to abstain from his electronics before bed mm -hmm. and mine was and this wasn't in this book but it's still something that i know is important i'm the exact opposite when i get up when I wake up, the first thing I do is pick up my phone and I'm looking at my phone before I even step out of bed, mm. which is also not good. Like that's not a great way to um, start your day. So I've made an effort to stop doing that, which then I just replaced it with a different habit. And, and so it's actually been a double benefit because we've been I've been unloading the dishwasher every morning right away. And so then the dishwasher is empty first thing in the morning. And then we can continually to do the dishes. So we Which? run run the dishwasher at night, empty it in the morning. I know that sounds like a, such a novel That's idea. It's probably a big thing for people because... <laughs> We're terrible at that. We're, we will and, wait and not do the dishes until like the sink is full or it, you're running out of spoons or whatever. And it has created a trickle down effect to the rest of the family. We've heard this is stupid. Yeah. Well, this isn't lasting. Why do we have to do this? Cause we've been That's like our children who don't want to put their dishes in the dishwasher. Like, They'd rather just... just pile them in the sink. But Or like our daughter will make dinner and stuff. And then, you know, I'm just the dishwasher, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm clean up after her. Mm -hmm. So the first night, I come home and she hadn't made anything. And I was, I told Nicole's like, I bet she just won't make dinner because she doesn't want to have to put her dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> but it's been nice having an empty sink. Do you have an empty sink in your apartment or house? Yeah. Right. I mean, you're couple, good at couple about plates. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't, I don't like it stinks. Right. I'm not, I'm not putting up with that. Yeah. That, well, that's the, that's also if it's, if it smells bad, you load the dishwasher, mm -hmm. but with four people and we all eat different things. That's true. You right. Family. It, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it adds up yeah. really quickly. So instead of spending that like five, six minutes laying in bed, I've just been getting up and emptying the dishwasher. So it's actually, we've had a really clean kitchen for the past week. Yeah. I've just got like newfound respect for my mom. Just thinking about it. Cause I was, we even yeah. have the dishwasher. Three boys. Six, three. six, yeah. yeah. Five, five men, yes. one mom. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of plates and she, we didn't have dishwasher. So yeah, no. Every single day. Oofta. That was a big part of her day. 
Mm-hmm. I had to do and the dishes. She did those like without any, you know, because she probably didn't have a radio in there. She didn't have because I have to at least listen to something. No, she just had burn proof skin. Right. Yeah, just, I know. You couldn't put your hands in the She's water. Just but she alone could. with her thoughts doing the dishes. <laughs> That's terrifying to me. <laughs> yep. Talk about Groundhog's Day. That's over and over and over. And so over. yes, we did improve our sleep. Actually, that's something I've been working on for probably the past six weeks or so is getting better sleep. Um, And it has been very helpful. So that was what we talked about last week. Well, I don't know if I improve my sleep because I don't have any way to, to judge it. But she does with her aura ring and sleep mm-hmm. scores and readiness. and. But I also can just stuff. tell by how I feel, too. Yeah, I feel pretty good. You don't always need that. You could keep a journal, a sleep journal. <laughs> Do I look like somebody that's going to write something no, down every day? With a smile. That would literally last for like one day. Get yeah. bedazzled. I'd yeah. be like, under your pillow. what am I going to write? Um, I, and I just, I'd I've noticed done. that I've, I dream a lot more, which I actually hate, but it's actually a good thing to do that because it means you're going through multiple sleep cycles um, a night. So that has been better, even though I've wild dreams. I had some weird dreams about our dogs last night. Um, but I think that's good for your mental, like, uh cognition and stuff i think it's good when you have a dream that you're like like this is just just sucks and then you wake up yeah. and you're like oh i'm so glad that was a dream yes <laughs> it was such a relief and then you're yeah. just happy Phew. like like oh it could be worse right now i had a dream i got fired from this job not too long ago oh <laughs> yeah it's just like you wake yeah. up and you're like i still have my job right yes. like, and then so you almost don't want to so go good. back to sleep because you're like what if i go back to sleep and go right back into this dream like <laughs> which ugh. we have those too you know you kind of have the same dream recurring dream for the whole night yeah yes. and it's just like you can't escape it it's so weird i know so uh, uh, yeah so we have been trying to improve our sleep i like the phone idea in the mornings because i wonder how many mornings mm-hmm. i waste away because it's such a slow start when you're just playing on your phone in the morning instead yeah. of like, you know, getting I up, know. doing the dishes, being productive. Yeah, it was because the first morning I got up and I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I, I would literally spend five, six, basically like, so this is our morning routine. Jeff gets up right away and he goes and gets dressed. Um, and I just like would stay in bed and just scroll on Facebook <laughs> for 10 minutes. Yep. Which is dumb. Like what? Nothing has happened in the amount of time. And this is seven hours I've been asleep not mm-hmm. a lot other than sports yeah. catching up on sports kind of posts and stuff seeing that stuff but so while you're up and around getting dressed getting the dogs <laughs> getting the dog out yeah, the dogs won't even right. move if I don't get up she could get up but and- then I have to get up and go upstairs before Jeff gets upstairs because we both have to make our like pre-workout drinks and so i have to get there first because then he's in my way so mm-hmm. that was always my goal but so then i got up that first day and i had it doesn't seem like it's that much time but it is it like stacks. you do right it really does so we'll, well try to keep that up and it's I, like the make I, your bed in the morning yeah. speech all over again right. yep. start your day we kind of make our bed though well that's because i don't want the dog to lay on my spot and get hair all <laughs> well over that is sheet. why but that's we do. why the, the, the bed cover gets yeah. put over yeah yeah, I came up Monday and she's unloading the dishwasher. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> hey, I did it all week long. And it was even to the point where like we were kind of didn't, we were running out of not having. We didn't have to run the dishwasher right. every night. So. I know. It was funny how your your kids had a little bit of a meltdown. Just Katie, just our daughter. Because she's the, oh, they she's made. a major consumer of dishes in our house. Because she will make herself like, she's 20 uh, 20 she'll be 21 next month but she makes herself like she'll literally make like a four ounce steak with some broccoli and a baked potato for herself for 
dinner. Oh, so she's so, getting all the pots and pans. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's, and then they're just left on the stove. For <laughs> I take it Ben's it. just like, if it's in the freezer, I'll cook it. If yeah. not, I guess I'll skip Ben's, lunch. Yeah, Ben's consists of frozen burritos, frozen it's pizza. It's either in the oven or microwave. <laughs> Culver's. <laughs> but he works Because he works at Culver's. Week, yeah. So he gets that. Doritos. Yeah, he, that's, that's he has a pretty it. terrible a diet. passage into <laughs> having a better yeah. diet. Sometimes yeah. I worry about him, so I'll be like, "Hey Ben, I'm making some scrambled eggs. Do you want some?" And really, I'm just making them for him. But <laughs> we need to start teaching him how to cook a little bit more. Yeah, he doesn't know how to cook very well. Chicken and rice. Start yeah. him there. Yeah, and you can pretty much do everything. Quesadilla is what we need to work on him next with because yeah. I don't know why he can make a quesadilla, but if it has multiple ingredients in it, then he gets overwhelmed. He just, the cheese is, that's about it. Cheese and pepperoni. It's overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. I got chicken. He's our book smart kid. Okay. I, I'm a little leery cooking chicken. Like you're one of those people you'll serve it I, bone just, dry. Cause you're so scared about yes. cooking it. Yeah. So we were just talking about that. I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, like if I knew how to just cook a chicken breast in a pan, but I'm just always a little leery. Use it's a meat not thermometer. You use the meat thermometer. You take it out or when it's 165, 270 degrees. Maybe you just have to teach me. I literally just taught you. <laughs> you, and, you use a meat right now. Together. You just use a meat thermometer. I'm more of a visual learner. Like I need to be walked through <laughs> step by step. Okay. Sure. Because sure. I would I would like to, I mean, mm-hmm. do that, cook that a little bit more for myself. Okay. We used to do those from Schwann's where we... You just throw it in the microwave for like that was dried. That was basically three, chicken minutes. jerky. Chicken jerky. I thought you liked those. We I did like those. them. They're convenient, but they're very dry. That was when we were in our late twenties. Schwann's isn't even a thing anymore. It's <laughs> Back when we used to now. eat potato buds. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Schwann's is over. Uh, they changed their name to something different. Like it's some weird new name. That's I don't know. Uh, yeah. the, the Schwann's man had such a good ring to it. I know. Schwann's it's man some weird up. name. I don't know. We'll have to look it up during break, but. Speaking of break. All right. Well, let's go to break. Um, when we come back, I do. We do need to talk a little sports because Ugh, gosh, I so know close. you thought almost, but I need to get Harrison's <laughs> thoughts on these games last weekend All right. um, and then give my thoughts. And then I had an epiphany oh, gosh. about Justin Fields okay. after watching these games. So we'll be right back. Stay with us on 93.7 The Ticket Fitness Fanatics. Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in. We do have a text we wanted to read from Magic. Appreciate you listening this morning. It says, so Jeff being a visual learner means she cooks, you eat, and then she shows you again how to cook it and you eat it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I haven't really taught you how to cook anything. You have a very limited number of things that you cook, but that's what you eat. So yeah, you can make your quick steaks. And you could put your chicken nuggets in the air fryer. So I, I mean, I could survive without you <laughs> cooking anything for me. I could, I, I could try. I've been trying to get you to put some peppers in your quick steak, but you just won't. No, What's not. the best meal you can put together? Hey, I can make lasagna. Okay, that's a, that's yeah. a complicated dish. He can Very make lasagna. Yeah. He, he makes it, everything he can make is unhealthy. So, like <laughs> the good stuff. homemade pizza. I yeah. mean, good homemade that Ben homemade really mac likes. and cheese. Nicole and, and Katie don't really like my homemade pizza, but Ben okay. loves it. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I grew up like. My stepmom made lasagna, homemade pizza, some of the stuff that mac and cheese. Sounds like a Midwestern. Yes. Bob. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah. Every every night was, we had a protein source, pork chop, chicken, 
vegetable and a potato. Meat I mean, that's potatoes. meat and potato. That's got every single night. That's so kind of you what we can had. cook some stuff. But. Every now and then, she'd throw in like a tater tot casserole, <laughs> which is your b- just, biggest nightmare. And I, anytime I saw a dish, that, One that was dish. the only thing I had to eat. And there were green beans in there. It's or just kind of like pea. Oh, just. <laughs> But I ate it. Yeah, like right. I was too petty. My, that was my dad's favorite meal. So it was my dad's birthday. Mom would always make tater tot casserole, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "I'm gonna starve today." <laughs> I just and green beans in there. And yeah. you're just I like, don't think I've ever had tater tot casserole. I don't think I've well, ever had it. Well, you never will because we're not cooking I know. It in our house. I'm an unbeliever. I don't think it works. I think it's like a Midwestern. Just... <laughs> like so you don't think the foods work together? No. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. What's to me. in it? I, I don't, don't even. Know. I know it's like some ground beef and peas, it's but like, like mushroom, like cream, cream of mushroom, mushroom, green beans, tater tots. Now, yeah. I, we did have. She used to make like uh. a tuna casserole that I always thought was pretty good. Didn't it have peas in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought that was pretty tasty. Yeah. I think casseroles. we we might have tried to make that once before, like cream of mushroom. Cream of chicken. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you. I wouldn't make anything cream of mushroom but, with you. you know. So anyway, anyway, so I could cook. So, all right, so we just have a few minutes here. So yeah, wanted to get your get thoughts your on in. the two games last weekend. Like, were you surprised at the outcomes? What what was kind of going through? Well, I'll ask you this first. Which, is, which loss is worse? The Lions dominating the game and then completely <laughs> failing at the end? Or the Ravens just never really showing up? Uh, well... Our kids, Ravens fans, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some people ask how they were doing, and I would tell them they they handle the loss better than adults do. Better than you would have. Better than I, they did handle it because I, think, I was just livid for being it, in the room with Ravens fans. That's how I would have preferred it to go, the way that yeah. it went. You know what I mean? Then being ahead and then losing at the end. That would have been a very different mm-hmm. like feel in our house. Yeah, and that's what Ben said too. Yeah. He's like, I'd rather just not not have a big lead and just blow it. Right. Because that's the typical Ravens MO. Yeah. They, they've blown double digit leads and stuff. But um I just think both both those teams, I don't know your thoughts, is Ravens and Lions haven't been there before. Chiefs and Niners have been there. Mm-hmm. And he, things got tight and you could just see the the more experienced teams and coaches yeah. kind of got through in the end. Yeah. I'll tell Campbell, take the points. And just say that. Like, mm-hmm. there's a few times where I'm like, just take the points. I think they would have been in a much better position. But, I mean, he's, yeah, I think next year I'll be curious to see if he keeps pushing his luck on those. I mean, it was like, what, fourth and two? And he yeah. still went for it. I mean, he could have taken the well, field goal. the first one, the guy drops it. Mm-hmm. Perfect play call. And the receiver drops it. Yeah, I mean, but it's that's like, going to happen. And the I Ravens know. is kind of the same. Zay Flowers, he has big play, oh, and then it's taunting. Big yeah. play, and then you fumble going into it, the end zone. The guy that knocked the ball out is the guy he taunted. Yep. So there's a little bit of karma mm-hmm. for Flowers there. The one thing that I bit was livid about during the game all week, talking to people at the gym, and, and even so when our 17-year-old son who's been watching football for four years, for three and a half hours, this is literally all he said every time the Ravens had the ball. Why aren't we running? Yeah. Why aren't we running? Mm-hmm. A 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But there's coaches that make millions of dollars that they're the number one rushing team in the league for a reason. And the Chiefs, that's their weakest part of their defense. Right. Is stopping the run. Right. And they ran it on the first two plays of the game. Great success. With yeah. Justice Hill. And then Gus Edwards has a 15-yard run on the Ravens' one touchdown drive. And he doesn't touch the ball until four minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. It, it was It was maddening. I think their running backs had six carries 
for the entire game, which I think I, somebody had posted like the least amount of carries their running backs had for the whole season was 18. Like it, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, and I, I, people were getting upset with Lamar Jackson. It's like, man, why doesn't he just take off and run more? And I'm like, well, it's just not set up because they just keep yeah. dropping back and throwing. Like, they're not even doing play action. Like, they and have it, a spy well, on Lamar. You can't just take off and go if they're and, not and setting him up at all. Every time that would happen, Ben would say that's not what Lamar Jackson doesn't like to do that anyway. He doesn't like to run unless he knows no. he can get the get it. Yeah, like, he's he likes just, to set it up with yeah. the play action, see right. the green space before the snap. Because yeah. he, he knows you can set him up, but yeah. Which when is what not... <laughs> makes him a great quarterback and a great leader for that team because he's not always just trying to take, you know, take, I'll just do it myself. It was bizarre. Yeah. I think and the Ravens' hard. loss is way worse. It's hard to do play action when you don't run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I thought some of our play calling was bad for Nebraska, but then you watch like the professionals. Pros? Yeah, do this, and I, it's just it just made no sense. To I me. tried to pick Jay's ear about it a little bit because you know obviously like maybe it's something with the front they're seeing like maybe they really mm-hmm. see there's something in the box where it's just not going to work. But <laughs> couldn't pick anything out. It was just bizarre. They completely got away with the game plan. But I'll say this about this for the Ravens. It's, I think it's a worse loss because if you're the Lions, you can kind of talk yourself into we're one year away. If you're the Ravens, there's another MVP quote season for Lamar. Your defense was elite. Probably the best defense in the NFL. Offensively, you got the run game. You were blowing out opponents in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing happened. That happens every single time you get into the playoffs. You have your worst offensive production. Well, and for the Ravens, all their defensive coaches got promotions. Yep. Their defensive coordinator is now the head coach in Seattle. Yeah. Their linebackers coach is now a defensive coordinator with the Ravens. Their defensive line coach is now a, de- a defensive coordinator with the Dolphins. And I think their secondary coach is a defensive coordinator. So they... All their defensive coaches are gone. Um, we do have a couple texts uh, I want to get to. John and Cortland, I was not a happy camper until the fourth quarter. Go yeah. Niners. <laughs> um, I kind of like watching the Niners play is like me going back as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in the 90s and the uniforms, of the Niners of Montana and Rice. I remember as a kid watching those Super Bowls against mm-hmm. Denver and it was just like. Shanahan the, offense the, is just fun to watch too. Like he just has that thing clicking all the time. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll it'll be it'll be awesome. We'll, we can talk more about the Super Bowl next Sunday because mm-hmm. we'll have a show before the Super Bowl next week. And then Phil um, texted in and said, "Do you all get into the conspiracy theories of the NFL being rigged?" No. No. I think the teams that lose, yeah, say it's rigged, right. and mm-hmm. the teams that win say it doesn't. I know. Just go I know. look at Super Bowl winners and. It looks like the best team wins every year or the best quarterback. Like there's no like crazy. We're setting this one up. It always feels like the best team wins for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, And they're already making millions of dollars. Like I don't understand what the what you're going to give them more money to run this scripted whatever. I don't think. No. Just think refs aren't good sometimes. Right. But and it, I know the games, the but the last week's games weren't it really didn't come down to the refs mm-hmm. at all. It was a lot. So I can see where people might think that, especially like with the Ravens and their play calling being so questionable. But at the end of the day, these are professional athletes and they're doing this because they're extremely competitive. They're not just going to be like, oh, well, it's in the script today. Okay, Lamar Jackson's not going to be okay with a loss just because it was in the script. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it, or like the said, head coaches, the head coaches that have the, you know, they like they wouldn't just change their game plan. They wouldn't go go into running more. And that is a an ego thing. That ego doesn't step aside just because they think it's it's in the script. So I don't think so. 
Yeah. That's my opinion. I, I don't think so either. Now, again, as you, as, when your team loses, like for the last 20 years. Yeah, you start yes, looking at those plays a little more. Nebraska yeah. losing is, is always rigged, in my opinion. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because it's kidding. always, there's very rarely when there are bad calls, which obviously do happen. There's, it's so rare that you can't go back and say, but if that team would have played better, those wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you could have right. still had the Zay Flowers touchdown. Yes. You should you shouldn't have had the taunting call. Right. And yeah, mm-hmm. you could argue that one where Lamar threw it into triple coverage. The dude did get pushed. It should have been pass interference. Yeah. Why were you throwing that? But it yeah. would have been even have been like, throwing it anyway. It right. would have been picked off either yeah. way. So yeah. you were just That's banking right. on a PI to see yeah. bail you out of it, which so no not a great game plan. <laughs> yeah. A uh, couple don't. couple more texts, Phil text it back said nice i'm with you guys just wondering mm-hmm. ogcj says i'm done with those bandwagon chiefs fans <laughs> just like when the royals were good let's go niners um i'll tell you during the whole patriots dynasty we lived in iowa mm-hmm. at the time and we knew maybe one couple that were patriots fans because they were from they're from boston, boston. okay yeah, New so like we didn't know a lot of patriots fans so right. never really bothered me that they won all the time i wasn't really like and what's funny is some of my friends that are chiefs fans back when the patriots were winning were oh it's rigged for brady right <laughs> yeah yeah but now that the chiefs are doing all of it no it's not it's, it's clean it's, league, oh, absolutely yeah. we're just immersed in chiefs fans in the midwest that's and the problem i'm a little salty because Still the bears forever. did not take Mahomes. the chiefs have grown on me in terms of bitterness <laughs> like i'm very bitter is it because Mahomes? because the, the bears just it's yeah, it's Mahomes and just right. like seeing everyone just like flood to the Chiefs bandwagon and as a Bears fan. I it's just when you're loyal to a yeah. bad organization, it does start to wear on you <laughs> and you start becoming disgruntled. But the Chiefs success. were bad for a long time too. Yeah, I mean Alex Smith, they weren't like they were never Bears bad. Bears bad. Yeah, they were still going to the well, playoffs. You know, they they only had nine playoff wins in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Tell Patrick. Mahomes I think they arrived. had more heartbreaker, heartbreaking. They did, and I was seasons. there. One of my best yeah. friends is a Chiefs fan. My dad was a Chiefs fan, and so I was there with him back in the mid '90s when Lynn Elliott missed three field goals against the Colts, and he was on his knees just as a teenager. Just <laughs> oh, and then they had a player that um, shot himself in the parking lot of the complex, and the coaches saw it. I mean, so they've been through a lot. It's just yes, it's a little jealousy that. The Bears just passed on Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. <laughs> to see it now. Mm-hmm. So, which brings me to, we'll switch gears before we go to break, to my epiphany on Justin Fields. At two After watching two quarterbacks, one Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, Justin Fields is kind of a, a poor man's Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. He's not as fast. He's not as good as Lamar. Mm-hmm. And just to watch these teams kind of slow Lamar down, like making him sit in the pocket, not letting him escape, you know, just bad decision-making under pressure. That's kind of like Justin Fields, yeah, right? Okay, so that's one. And number two, watching C.J. Stroud all year, here's a rookie with playing with players that until this year I really didn't know who they were. I'm a big fantasy football guy, so like, I know a lot of players on a lot of teams because of that. He threw three interceptions all season in his rookie year. And then we have our QB in year three. He threw a career low nine interceptions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like at at some point better than that means he's improving. 
Yes, he still threw nine <laughs> interceptions. He's like improves by one. Like his completion percentage, I think, went up one percent. Mm. Thir- like intercept, like he's very right. slow. slow. Like there's progress, but it's very <laughs> gradual. Right. So I'm kind of on the let's move on bandwagon now. I'll say this: like if it, there's there's a number in your head, but like I'm not. If you can get a king's ransom for that pick, then. I'm okay with letting go of Justin Fields, but I'm not going to look at Caleb Williams. This is like 100%. I'm certain this is going to be the savior. How often? Can't be. The, the court, we're so bad at drafting quarterbacks. I shouldn't say we. The NFL as a whole. It is the by far and away the hardest position to draft. You look at five-star athletes that make an NFL Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. it's hardly any of them. Right. Like they're right. always these no names <laughs> that like the Josh Allen, Wyoming. Like, you know, you see it with Tom Brady, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. Jordan Love. Like they, these guys are not always expected <laughs> it's just it's such a i want to use the term here but it, it's uh what's well, a crap shoot okay yeah i was trying right? to think if i could say that and i'm like can i say crap shoot <laughs> but yeah so. we could say crap shoot. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's it and it's again as whatever they decide to do guess what we'll do we'll cheer You'll for them regardless be fans. Yeah. so right? if you can get a lot okay. back for it then yeah ride the experiment yeah part, it's just and then it's like if you're kind of teetering if you're not sure then go with the rookie Mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Because it's always funny to me, out of like, you can list your top 10 quarterbacks and you get to quarterback number five and all the teams at five and so on aren't even sure if that's their guy. Yeah. <laughs> like those are the top 10 in the league. I'd, I'd be okay if they, because you know, you have Caleb Williams, oh, I don't want to go to the bear. It's like, so you hear these things. I don't think that's true though. Yeah, but then he comes out and says, or his camp. Yeah, um, Colin Cal, Cowherd broke Comes it. out and says, that's not true. He's yeah, from the it's DC. It's all about leverage. From They're the DC get, area, yeah. right? I think um, Cliff Kingsbury might be their new offensive coordinator in Washington. I don't think that that's a for sure thing. Not official, yet. but it's headed that way. So it's like if even if the Bears can trade from one to two, pick up an extra first round pick next year, a couple picks this year, and take you know whatever quarterback they think is the best, whether it's Drake May or Jaden Daniels or mm-hmm. any of those guys. Um, I'd be okay with that also. Yeah, I'm I, I feel a lot better about polls than I have about prior gyms. So he spends his money. I'm I'm gonna trust him to get, you know, if it's if it's a good trade, I'm I can move on from Justin Fields. Get a player, yeah. get a couple more picks and and you know, let's just see. I don't I don't think the Bears are really a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. So they I mean they definitely need more pieces as well, but just trading from one to two and mm-hmm. get some extra picks and a player maybe from Washington and let them deal with Caleb Williams. Yeah. <laughs> then that's fine. I am a little gun shy on the next North Carolina quarterback. Are we going to break your, it's not even time yet. You're starting another train of thought. Here We're almost now. done. Okay. We're about done. We're about wrapped up. I don't yeah. Know. I wouldn't want Drake may Jade McDaniels or Caleb Williams. <laughs> just it? ignores me. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome back in. We got a few minutes to go here. Apparently, we have a new segment of the show that's called... <laughs> What is it called? Jeff? I don't know. We still Dramas. To, we still have to come up. Whatever you've been obsessing about over the week. Apparently, there's the spoon, been some, some drama with me mm-hmm. this past week. And I don't know what it is. Spoongate started it all. 
<laughs> so we've had to continue it from the, the last week spoon. was people talking is what you probably missed this people talking while i'm trying to watch television and like, by people he means his family he means us so i'll pause it yeah like just okay it's a very uh, you're like my girlfriend it's a very passive aggressive like pause to yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah yeah no like no you're wrong pay attention yeah. no it makes wrong. your it makes everyone in the room feel like they are less important than the television well show depends what are the contexts on tv just like do you whatever. guys all agree to sit down and watch a movie or does jeff have it on it's well, it's usually we're all watching something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it not upon? during a movie. Yeah, well, it's it's usually upon. during yes. a show. Mm-hmm. And what happens is like, or like last night, Jeff and I were trying to watch a TV show. And then all of a sudden, both the kids come out of their rooms <laughs> and they have no concept that nope. we were actually doing something. So then Jeff had to pause it. I just so then, stop it and then and watch something else. Everything stopped and we all ate together. We watched something different. And then we go back to like, okay, we're going to watch this now. And he pushes play. And then our daughter... <laughs> Instantly starts talking about something. <laughs> She's instantly like, yes. well, I'm going to be team lead on Mondays now for my job. And Jeff's like, pause, pause and looks at her. Well, so. <laughs> that would that bother one was most. Funny. That would bother most people. But and then, and then she it. says, then she says, okay, I won't talk the rest of the night. You can hit play. <laughs> I can just see her. I got a 36 like on my ECT. <sighs> pause. <much>. Okay. <laughs> so the energy of Jeff's pausing during TV shows is the energy of the teacher who will just stand in front of the room silent, waiting mm. for everyone to stop well, talking. That he, That's Jeff. And you know mm. what that is. Like. If All it's right. yeah. agreed upon movie time, you shouldn't be talking. Yeah. If it's just on and people come in talking. It could be any of the things, those things. But yeah. So Jeff tends to fixate on things. And so now we're trying to come up with a segment of the things that you were fixating on. So you can't think of one particular thing that you were fixating on all week this week. Now that football's over. Oh, well, (laughs) I was really concerned about what we were going to watch this weekend. See, like if, there's nothing on TV now because football's it's over. It's going to be so boring. It was yeah. a daily conversation of what are we going to do? What are we going to do during this time? You know, and it wasn't over just the me. Weekend. Even our daughter who works Sundays and she usually gets home at like 3.30. She was like, this is going to be so sad. I'm going to come home <laughs> and just everybody won't be in the living room. Which is not true. We'll probably still be in the living room. Maybe well, not today because we have stuff to do, but... but so, so it was a whole, that was your drama. That was your fixation. Your hyper fixation for the week was what are we going to watch? And we actually, um, we were thinking about watching Peaky Blinders. Have you watched that at all, Harrison? Um, I couldn't get into it. I watched okay. like two episodes okay. and then I read somewhere that the cast, the lead character is like five, four and it really threw it off for me. <laughs> okay. So we were going to watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> and then I was reminded about the show Only Murders in the Building. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. It started off on Hulu. It's on ABC now, but it has like, you probably won't even know these people. It has. I hope he would know who these people are. <laughs> Martin Short is in it. Oh. <laughs> 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 Martin Short was the l- l- less popular. Name then, name a big role that he was in. Uh, Father of the Bride. Okay. So both of the. I haven't seen that. Oh <laughs> Some of these were made before you were even born. 99 was when the I was born. The best so Martin after Short be. movie <gasps> is Pure Luck. You just have to watch it. It's the, I love that movie so much. It's an obscure movie. He was in Inner Space also. <laughs> so no, what is that? You're going backwards. Oh my God, I love you're that movie. You're going backwards. Any Inner Space fans out Any, there? Selena can... Gomez is in it. You know, you who, know that who that is. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Steve Martin. Steve Martin's in it. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Now we're going to There's some a names. lot of actual, Sting is actually in it now. Sting the musician The musician. Is in there. So anyway, it's a. Nathan Lane's in it. We've Nathan seen. Lane, yeah. yes. 
So um, it's like a 30-minute show, um, and there's three seasons, I think. So we started watching that. So so that's our first crisis averted. It's our first binge-watching TV show of the yes. off-season. We also us. watched uh, the fourth Harry Potter movie, which is Goblet of Fire, and I have a lot of opinions because that movie could not have been any different from the book, and I'm upset about it. It's not like all the movies, though. Aren't no, they pretty... I thought oh. that one was the worst. The Three Amigos. No. You seen I the Three d- Amigos? I've never Harrison. seen the Three Amigos. I don't so think we have I Phil, actually so have. Come on, Martin Short and Steve Martin were in the Three Amigos. I don't think I've actually was seen Chevy that. Was Chevy Chase in that one? I think Who Chevy was? Chase was the third Amigo. Yes. Uh, I don't know. That might not be right. Never watched Three Amigos. Maybe yeah, that's wasn't. 1986. Like I'm not. <laughs> 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 you guys, we all forget that Harrison's like in his early 20s. I know. Yeah. Closer to mid. But see, our kids, most of our our kids have seen a lot of these movies because we made them watch all the 80s movies. My parents True. are more like, I'm watching Gilligan's, like Mike well, and from, Molly, like old TV shows. They don't really watch old movies. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. So I can probably like give you more old shows, but mm. not as much movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Talk about being fixated for like the last hour of this Harry Potter movie. I was mad. Nicole's like, I'm going to... I need to text the producers of right, this. Write a strongly worded to, letter. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. There was just a lot that they left out or changed completely from the book to the movie. And I don't know, maybe I've just listened. I listen to the audiobooks, but maybe I've read, listened to the books too close to have watched the movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I think a lot of people had already read the entire series when the movies came out and maybe they were okay with it, but mm, I didn't like it. Well, that's what me, I talked about like the Witcher series. Like I hated the TV show. Yeah. So I got done wa- reading the books and then I watched like season one and just like got further and further away from yeah. the books and I just stopped liking it. Didn't like it. And almost immediately they like strayed from a big plot. Dobby wasn't in it at all. This is why I don't read. <sighs> Unbelievable. Do you do audiobooks? I just watch the movie. He will sometimes, but no. No, if I did audiobooks, I would be distracted. Bubba, have you, mm. Bubba commented, oh. John, that his girlfriend keeps trying to make him watch the movies. Have you seen, but have you read the books? Because I think you have to read the books. And I actually had to listen to him twice. I don't have to read the books. I know what's going on. To truly appreciate Harry Potter, you need to read the books. The movies, there's so much. Even at the end, I even asked you. I'm like, you wouldn't have even known what was happening, except I was telling you what was happening when they were in the graveyard scene. I'm not going to be any spoilies, but um, ugh, it was awful. That's a tough job for the directors, though. I know. Because those books are massive. And you got to try to condense it into two, yeah. two so hours. I could have done a better job. They I was really could've. looking forward to that scene because it makes me cry in the book. And Oh, you were crying a little bit I was, night. but I could have cried more. <laughs> I could have cried more. Okay. I was crying because I was remembering what happens in the book, mm. not what was actually happening on the screen. Oh, okay. So that okay. was mine. So I guess. Yeah. So you were a oh. little more See, than Bubba I has was. It. You have to read the book. Nah, don't waste your time reading. <laughs> Just... Watch the movie. Don't waste your time John reading. Says they make movies for a reason. I know that's Nicole. why that's I right. said. I know that's what I was replying they make to. Him for about. Reason. Yes, that we watch them. Well, good thing that I read books because we wouldn't have anything to talk about in the whole oh, rest of I'm our sure show we when we fill come up back. The next hour with a lot of stuff we could talk about. But so, so we're gonna anyway. take a break. We're gonna dive into the book. We're gonna talk a lot about exercise and the importance yeah. of that for longevity. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll be right back on the 93.7 The Ticket, the Fitness Fanatics.